This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Everybody. Welcome to the Energy Newsbeat. My name's Stu Turley, President and CEO of the Sandstone Group, and Michael's out traveling today. So I'll be the one here in the booth with, um, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and uh, we're not going to have all of Michael's cool sayings. So we're going to jump off in here and have some fun talking about things. This is for the Energy Newsbeat Stand up. It is for December 29th, Thursday morning. We hope you're all having a safe drive into the office. And uh, let's try to get you caught up on what happened uh, today on some items. We're going to cover right now the Texas refineries could take two weeks through this to get back to capacity. What China's uh, anticipated reports for reopening could possibly have. What the Christmas grid uh, blackouts and some cool things that some people are thinking about to how to fix that. Some wind farm issues over in the UK and some real issues that they're having to like sneak up on uh, stealing profits. It's all it's going to do is even hurt the wind, offshore wind markets as well, too. And how big of a role will wind power play with Duke Energy coming around the corner? And I got to hand it to Duke Energy. They're a bunch of uh, good managers over there, and they are truly trying to do what's right for the consumers over there. Before I jump into these stories, just want to give you a heads up and a shout out to energynewsbeat.com. Go there and uh, check out all of the stories. Uh, I have an absolute blast working with my team, getting the stories up there, taking a look at all of the things going on around the world that impact energy, renewables, wind, solar, nuclear, doesn't matter as long as it's impacting energy. We like covering it on the news beat there. If you do want to be on my podcast, please uh, shoot me a note. It, it'll be in the show notes. Or if you want your own podcast, let us know as well, too. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and move right on in here to our first story. And let's go to Texas refineries could take two weeks to restore full operations after the storm. Freezing temperatures affected refinery equipment and really caused some serious problems. Pemex Deer Park Refinery and uh, Motiva Enterprises Port Arthur are the biggest refinery in the United States. Could see it reach out in the second week of January uh, or even possibly longer. Let's see here. As of Friday, the 23rd, there was 1.5 million barrels per day off the Gulf Coast refinery that was shut down. So this is going to be a short-term problem. We may not see much of a blip at all uh, regarding in prices. If it goes anything longer than two weeks, we sure will. 
Michael and I have been talking a lot about China and people are saying uh, that if China comes back and demand goes through the roof, you'll see a huge spike in energy. Michael and I have agreed that it may not be a huge spike, but where that's coming from, a lot of it is addressed in this article and it is what China's accelerating reopening means for the economy and markets. And some of the key hot buttons in there were really the fact that China cannot go back on their word right now. They have to open up. And as people are wanting to really travel, it's going to be the outlying area or the countries that are close to them for jet fuel, for oil, for all the travel will increase demand. But that's going to be coming on the heels of the new Russia-China deals. So it may not really impact Brent or WTI uh, in the short term. There are some new guidelines in this article that was kind of interesting. China will immediately rename the term novel corvirus pneumonia to novel corvinus infection. So they're downgrading it from a disease to an infection. You got to like that. So they're really kind of changing the name and the narrative to try to make safe face, I guess. Goldman maintains the new view of China reopening is a positive, uh, but it will allow more growth in 2023. So with that, I don't think all the analysts saying, hey, if it opens up, it's going to see a huge spike. You will see jet fuel. You'll see diesel. You'll see other things increase. But there's some other open items on whether or not we will have that huge blow through on that. I hope that everybody was safe through the Christmas time during the storms and everything else. But what this chaos in this article really brings to light, it's the grid. We've got some grid problem. And nuclear is probably one of the single best things that we can do out there to stabilize the grid. And this article is Christmas grid chaos and blackouts could bring to light transportable nuke plants. Quite honestly, I thought this was pretty cool. And um, what it is, is basically a floating nuclear reactor station, power station that you can float in where the grid is weak and then leave it there and make sure that it gets everything else. And then you have longer term to uh, build up other resources. Personally, I think it's a great idea. But if we can't harden the grid around for all the, as we talked about yesterday's show, all of the additional harm and damage that's been going on by people shooting it or trying to do damage to the grid, we're going to definitely need different set of rules for the modular nuclear or the floating nuclear facilities. I think it is a fantastic idea and is one to keep watching for in the future. One of the other ones right now, let's talk about Duke Energy. Duke Energy is a outstanding energy company that they provide a lot of energy to consumers. They've always had good management and they are looking at updating their carbon plan in 2024. With that, they are looking at putting in a lot of wind in the leases that they already have. Let's see here. They were recommended to double down on solar, and they examined the company's controversial bid for a new generation of gas plants. Duke is smart to look at that in order to keep the price down until they can get other things in there and the other technology is brought in. 
wind farms are expensive, but if they're phased in correctly with a properly built grid, I think that Duke is going to be able to actually pull this off. And so the U.S. administration, the EIA, says uh, offshore wind is among the most expensive forms of energy. These costs are expected to plunge as more specialty parts like cables and blades are produced in the United States rather than shipped from overseas. That is a partially true statement in this article, but it's years away. We do not have the facilities, the manufacturing, or the raw materials to make these things. So until that happens, it's still going to maintain a very expensive output. However, um, I'll tell you, the Duke Energy folks are flat going to get it figured out. Their lease is in the Carolina Long Bay, and it's... um, and the other half of it there. So keep an eye on Duke and uh, really keep and see if the management follows through with it. Next one is a little bit of a wind story as well, but the wind firm takes UK government to court over smash and grab raid on electricity generators. What this means is they're coming in and they're trying to do windfall profits tax on any generator, any electrical generator corporation. And it's going to be windfall profit taxes of 45% because of extraordinary profits. This is not good. When you take a look at windfall taxes, sanctions and windfall taxes don't work. They don't address the problem on how you got there. This one, when it says taken with the corporation tax, the headline rate earnings for renewable firms will be 70%. How in the world can they get any more energy put in? Wind farms are already more expensive. The consumers get to pay for that taxes through tax subsidies, and they pay the bill here. Then they pay the bill over here on a higher price. Now that they're going to get a windfall windfall profits tax in here, the consumers are going to get hammered uh, by my crayon calculation another four times. So the wind company is bringing in attorneys. This will be a good one to watch, and uh, it'll be interesting to see because not all windfall profit taxes are understood. And as Michael would say, the second and third impacting decisions. Well, With that, I'm going to let you get back to work. And tomorrow on Friday's show, Michael will be back. Thank you guys very much and have an absolute wonderful day. Talk to you soon. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.